listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. Having a designated space to work and be productive is essential for independent insurance agents. There are going to be advantages and disadvantages with deciding whether or not to acquire an office space outside of your home. The question of whether it's a worthwhile investment and if the pros outweigh the cons will vary from agent to agent. Pros and Cons of Having an Office Space Outside of Your Home Written by Emily Markovic What are the pros? Let's examine why having a designated external office space can be a great benefit. First up, a designated workspace. An office away from your home will help separate your work and home life. Some independent agents can find it difficult to really disconnect from work during time designated for family when their office is only steps away. Also, having a workspace outside of the home will lessen feelings of isolation or loneliness that can come from working at home. While a lot of us got comfortable working in our PJs during the pandemic, A sense of community and socialization was lost. During the off-season, you'll still have the opportunity to go out, see people, and interact. Next on the list, an office space provides room for growth. Having a workspace also allows for your Medicare insurance business to grow. If you want to acquire some downline agents, you'll have a place for all of you to work together. Being together in one workspace will help you build relationships with your downlines, be an active part in their selling process, help them overcome obstacles, and so much more. If you're still unsure if an office space would benefit your personal business, there are spaces you can rent for a low fee called co-working spaces. These communal spaces usually come furnished with office equipment internet, a kitchen, and private meeting rooms. A lot of freelancers utilize these spaces. They're a great place to build connections with other businesses. The downside of this is that in some co-working spaces, there might not be as much privacy as you need to stay compliant. You should be able to figure that out pretty quickly, though, before you sign any paperwork. Co-working spaces can be a good way to trial run having an office space before a bigger investment. If you've never considered expanding your business and recruiting downline agents, getting a space is something worth considering. Yes, it's definitely an involved process, but it can pay off and be a great investment of your time. Our Ritter agents benefit greatly from the knowledge and assistance of our agency team. You can also benefit from the support and cutting-edge technology we have to offer by registering with our site. It's free to do that, super quick too, and you'll find the link to do that in our notes. Another perk of having an office space outside of your home, 
less distractions. Imagine you just sat down at your desk. You're ready to go over your schedule or call some clients when the dog starts barking, your doorbell rings, and it's FedEx at the door with a package you need to sign for. You get up, you answer the door, calm the dog down, open the package, because of course you've been waiting for it to arrive, and there goes at least 20 or 30 minutes of your workday. Some also find it difficult to create a solid daily routine at home. If you work out of your home, this is a very likely scenario. Working in an office space can eliminate distractions like these. Now, sure, there are plenty of distractions in a workplace, too, but the environment can be more controlled. And of course, since we talked through the positives, we do have to flip the coin and look at the other side. What are the negative aspects of having a physical office space outside of your home? First on our list, probably not surprisingly, expenses. If you're going to have your own external office space, you'll need to pay the purchase price or monthly rent. Whichever workspace you choose, whether it be a building, a suite, or a single office, you'll need to consider its cost in your budget. Then there are other purchases you may or may not need depending on the amenities you wish to have. Items like desks, chairs, a Keurig or coffee machine, office supplies. All of those items will need to be budgeted for as well. Second on the list, the commute. We didn't have to deal with this for a while because of the pandemic and working from home, but it's very much a consideration to anticipate. Depending on where you live, rural or suburban, and where your Medicare client base is located, that will dictate just how far of a commute you will have to your office. Some people don't mind a commute to work, while others dread even the thought of it. On average, people in the United States drive 16 miles to work each way, with their daily commute totaling roughly an hour round trip. If it seems as though this could be your fate, well, this particular con could be a big drawback. That commute is time you could spend doing so many other things rather than driving. We all sort of found that out during the pandemic. And with a significant amount of driving daily also comes the expense of filling up your gas tank, which is less than ideal right now. It's also worth noting Many Medicare appointments are done in clients' homes to cater to their schedules and mobility. So once the annual enrollment period begins, you could be looking at a 20-minute drive to the office, only to leave for multiple Medicare appointments in various locations each day. There's a lot to consider when deciding if you want to branch out and use an office space outside of your home. When you decide to make that move, there are a few more decisions to consider as well, like choosing a layout for your office. There are different types of office setups you can choose from if you're looking to expand your business. One that's been gaining in popularity, the open layout. The open workspace has become increasingly popular in the last few years. An estimated 70% of businesses in the United States were using this type of layout in 2018. 
If you plan to recruit downline agents, this layout is more cost-effective and can build a stronger sense of camaraderie. You'll be able to better assist and mentor all of your agents and keep an eye on their sales processes. Keep in mind, though, with open space can come the distraction of too much socializing and non-work-related discussions, which can cut into productivity. Then there's the private layout. Having a more private office layout, think personal offices or cubicles, that's another way to go. This layout allows for a more controlled environment, so less interruptions, and it provides privacy for handling clients' confidential information. Along with that privacy, though, can come isolation, which for some is welcomed, while others find they thrive in a more collaborative and social environment. Having a physical office space outside of your home could be a game changer for your business. The decision really comes down to what's best for you and your sales process. Weighing the pros and cons like we did here can help when making any decision, especially decisions that will affect your business. There are also other unconventional office spaces, like we mentioned, to look into if acquiring a designated office space is something you're interested in doing. We hope this sheds some light on how to help your business keep growing. Thank you for listening. All the resources we mentioned can be found in the episode notes. And as always, we will see you next episode.